Hello there. Hello. Hello. Ah. Dang. Come on, guys. Oh, we screwed it up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And if your next thought after hearing hello there was General Kenobi, you were definitely in the right place. (laughs) One, you would be correct. And two, you're in the right place. If it wasn't, that needs to be your immediate response. But yeah, I thought I'd shake it up a little bit and start it differently this time. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, we've got a really fun episode, Um, a really interesting episode for you guys today. Um, We are going to forego the news section because the topic of today's episode is kind of a little bit of a of both. It's some news um, in the form of some rumors and speculation that have been brewing and gaining traction and getting some attention over the last, I don't know, week, maybe 10 days or so, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and then our thoughts on it, some theories that go along with it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so there have been, we're just going to jump into it if you guys are cool oh, with that. Okay, yeah. Perfect. We didn't have to fly uh, anywhere for this one. We no, no, no. There. We're we're already. I mean, if you want me to, I can. No, we're fine. No, I don't want to get <laughs> okay. like space sick. Oh, that's fair. You know. Um, did I tell you guys that I get? I found out I get motion sick. Oh, no. I do. Yeah, Hardcore. I went. I went. Um, well, I didn't know it until I went deep sea fishing out oh. on the ocean on a day that it was really the sea there were storms happening mm-hmm. off the coast um they weren't bad where we were but the the waves were really bad like we were dealing with 6 foot waves on this charter Damn. boat and yeah that would do it I, I found out very quickly did you puke it, oh many many times damn but that's beside the point we don't want to get <laughs> space sick here so <laughs> yeah anyways there's a little tidbit about me um Anyways, so we're we're just going to jump in. So the gist of this um, new news slash rumor is that they are going to be retconning the entire sequel trilogy. Well, um, is it is it alleged or is it going to happen? It's a rumor. It's it's a rumor at this point at the time of us recording this, but it's there's a lot of things pointing towards that this could actually happen apparently the guy who so we're we're referencing two articles on comic book news uh or excuse me cosmic book dot news um (laughs) no it's a real website no i know but Uh, yeah cosmic book dot news um one is relating to kind of the overarching retcon that they're talking about and the one is about that was actually posted today um what that's about kathleen kennedy and her role in this retcon specifically um but from what i was reading in the articles it sounds like the news is coming from a pretty reputable source who has been right has had apparently a pretty good success rate before with predicting and certain things and gaining information um so again it's rumors but because of who it's coming from um, and he's a YouTuber, and because of 
some other things that we'll discuss later, um, specifically with the Kathleen Kennedy part of it. It's looking like this could actually happen. So, your first question, if it was anything like mine, the first question that I had was, well, how are they going to do it? They just spent millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars on three movies. We've got an established series of events. How are they going to just scrap this without just abandoning it altogether and being, you know, pretty savage to the actors and actresses and everybody like that? Right. Well, if you remember from Star Wars Rebels, and they actually, I forget which episode it was specifically, but they referenced, ah, season four, episode 13. World Between Worlds. Yeah. Um, Where there's this realm, this force realm that Ezra goes through, um, and it's got all these portals, and and it supposedly exists outside of time and space, and so he's able to to go through time, he's able to go and, you know, pull Ahsoka out of the fight with Darth Vader. Um, you know, that, that, that happens in the Sith temple. Um, and so they established that there is a, there's a space that exists outside of time, outside of space, normal space. And you can access that space using the force. Um, and the implications of that in the moment were huge, but it looks like this would be the basis of the retcon. So, um, to avoid me talking the entire time for this section, Jeremiah uh, or Drew, do either one of you want to explain the specifics well, of how they would do this within well, the story? I could universe? just read the two paragraphs. Like, it's not that long. Yeah, go for it. And so, um, so Emperor Palpatine had a room on the second Death Star called the Room of Mirrors. The mirrors were created by the Emperor prior to the Death Star through the dark side using ancient Sith rituals. These mirrors, linked to the Veil of the Force, served many purposes. Using them, Palpatine could manipulate the Force in many ways to further his aims. For example, the use of the mirrors allowed Palpatine to cloud the Jedi Council to conceal himself and his dark apprentices from the Jedi and from Force sensitives that followed their fall. Using the mirrors allowed Palpatine access to the awesome to the awesome powers of the Veil of the Force. They were indispensable tools that allowed him to rise to the pinnacle of ultimate power. It is this conceit that explains how Palpatine survived Darth Vader throwing him down the shaft in the throne room of the Death Star. In desperation as he fell, Palpatine opened a portal of the Veil of the Force and entered it. This explains why Palpatine is in such a damaged state in the Rise of Skywalker as transporting himself into the veil without the aid of the mirrors drained him and damaged him severely. So then that's like, like the premise of how he um, survived kind of survived. Um, that's because huh. he teleported his, because we know from the, the novelization of the Rise of Skywalker that he transported his, his essence to Exegel into a different body. Um, yeah, but uh, to further explain this, it says, let's see. Okay. So regarding how things would be reset, it, it's explained that 
all one has to do is go into the veil of mirrors and wait for Palpatine to enter as the veil is a mystical dimension where in all times, in all time collide, which would cause the Disney star Wars trilogy to consign to its own alternate timeline forever as Palpatine enters the veil and never gets back to Exegol. And so basically you would just enter into that world between worlds like we see in Rebels, which I th- I'm assuming is is what they're referring to when they the veil of the Force or somehow right. connected. And yeah. so you would just go there and wait for Palpatine to show up. And then when he shows up, kill him. That way he wouldn't be able to transfer his essence to Exegel and be on Exegel in a different body and do the whole cloning thing. And so what would happen then is then the events of that would follow him going to Exegel would never happen. And so he wouldn't create the final order. He wouldn't create Snoke and seduce uh, Kylo Ren. And so, because and also because Ray is the offspring of one of his clones, she wouldn't have been born. And so, yeah. so that's how mm-hmm. it would work. And so that would be, I don't know. We'll yeah, talk about I mean, it in detail, but that's the the premise of of how they would do it. And so, yeah. So they mentioned. Um, that apparently the emperor would have created a second set of mirrors on Exegol that would have allowed him to go from the, the Death Star to Exegol. And then that's that's where he would have been heading at the end of Return of the Jedi. You kill him there. And then basically it kind of wipes the entire sequel trilogy from existence. So if this is done... Um, well, does it wipe it, or does it just like give you another alternative? Well, it would, um, it would be like a a way to explain how they're going to redo it, right? Yeah, it, I mean, so, so make because they said it, it would be like a legends story, so it wouldn't be canon. And so this new one or the old one, the canon, the one old would one. Be, would, so what is canon now would be removed. So it's the sequel trilogy yeah, yeah, would yeah. become legends. And so, and I should mention that somewhere in the article, I can't remember specifically where, but we technically see those mirrors in yeah, you do. episode nine mm-hmm. when we see like Sith Ray, like mm-hmm. that those yep. are her, that's like mirrors there. So this is kind of like, it's not just like some random thing they make up. It's actually already established something we've seen. And so they could definitely say well here in the death star is where these mirrors are and so it would make sense but yeah there's a there's another quote that says literally anything is possible here as branching alternative alternate realities converge and diverge in that mystical dimension that is glimpsed in those mirrors what is glimpsed in those mirrors is an alternate version of ray and lurking within the veil are alternate versions of palpatine alternate versions of luke alternate versions of han uh, somewhere in the multiverse may even lie a version of the Disney sequels that didn't suck and didn't <laughs> outrage and alienate a huge section of Star Wars fandom. But for now, the best we can hope for is using the veil of the force to obliterate the Disney sequels, blah, 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 blah. Um, so if this works, like we mentioned, and I want to find what they say. Um, so basically it would isolate those movies 
um, as being part of a separate universe that is not part of the George Lucas original Star Wars film. So it's it's it, it's another branch. Um, in the same way, because like I've kind of mentioned in the past how like I view Legends as just kind of another possibility. You know, yeah. like, yeah, it's not technically canon, but here, here's another way this could have gone, you know. Um, and so I think they would just do that and say, okay, well, these are still a thing, but now this is kind of a legend story. This is a part of the legends realm, mm-hmm. and this is not the true one Skywalker saga canon. Well, it's kind of like the way that they're doing Spider-Man right now. Like, there's the Marvel, right? like, EU or whatever, Universe Spider-Man, and then there's the, like, Spider-Ultraverse Spider-Man. And they're technically going on at the exact same time. Right. Like, and apparently this new Spider-Man, uh, whatever, what's that cartoon name? Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Peter, or um, what's... The, the regular, like, Far From Home Spider-Man or whatever. Tom it's Holland. Tom Holland Spider-Man. He's going to voice a Spider-Man, allegedly, and, like, they're going to interact with his Spider-Man, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, so in, it's kind of like... Marvel has a bunch of, like, alternate universes. But, okay, yeah. it, we're kind of going a little off track. Well, we can get back to this maybe right. later in discussing the details of things, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, so the, uh, thank, thank you for that, Jeremiah. Cause I think we would, <laughs> we yeah, would have veered yeah, off track. True. Um, but then I guess this, this, the second big part of this is okay. So that, that's how they would handle the, the Star Wars story. Well, then what happens like physically within Lucasfilm, right? Cause, okay. So we're doing that, but what's going to happen? What changes, uh, will take place within Lucasfilm. So the first big thing is that. Kathleen Kennedy does not want this change to happen. Why? Well, fairly obviously, it's because she has been the executive producer behind this sequel trilogy. Um, Many people, very angrily enough, kind of blame the whole thing on her, um, as well as the directors, but more so on her. Um, And so in a quick summary from this second article, it talks about this civil war kind of taking place at Lucasfilm where they want to do this retcon and they, cause they, they realize they're in deep crap, but they, they had this, you know, figurehead of Kathleen Kennedy and she doesn't want to do it. And so there's a faction that really wants to do it. There's a faction surrounding her that doesn't want to do it. Um, and there are a few things that were really interesting um, that I wanted to touch on. Uh, so there's, so the same YouTuber. Yeah, let's um, make sure that everyone knows that this is still alleged. Like this isn't. Yeah, this is not 100 percent yet. Mm-mm. So, well, if this was 100, percent it would be all over the news. Like it would be. I mean, oh, yeah. it kind of is all over the news, but. Well, I'm saying like CNN would talk about it. Type oh, of thing. <laughs> well, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna say his name, the YouTuber's name, once to give him credit, and then I'm not gonna say it again. Because uh, it's kind of yeah. It, the YouTuber's <laughs> name is Doomcock. That's All right, it. we said it. We're we said it. We're done. We're trying to keep this family. <laughs> yeah, friendly. you did. <laughs> uh, we're we're done with that. So there's your credit. Uh, I don't know. I don't follow him specifically or her. Uh, I think it's a he. But so he <laughs> or them. He went on record. Or that's that's very true. Um, 
he went on record stating sources have filled him in that a secret plan is in the works to save Star Wars and involves some sort of Star Wars Civil War taking place at Lucasfilm between Kathleen Kennedy and those loyal to George Lucas, mainly John Favreau and Dave Filoni, as we've seen in the Mandalorian <laughs> gallery stuff. Um, so a, f- a few things. One, her uh, contract is up in 2021. Um, and we've uh, there have always at the been first of the year or at the end of the 2021. Does it say? Uh, let me. It just it, this article just says uh, it expires it in 2021. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we have a date. Um, so her contract is up in 2021. Um, nearly a month ago, this YouTuber source notified him that a big meeting had taken place regarding the future of Lucasfilm. Bob Iger and Bob Chappick both participated in the meeting, which is significant. But even more significant was who did not participate in the meeting, and that was Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm. What? what? Yep. Um, he also quoted, he's quoted as saying, I'm informed that Kennedy never misses meetings like these, and so her absence was notable. One would think a meeting about the future of Lucasfilm would include the head of Lucasfilm, but according to my source, Kennedy did not participate in this meeting. Is this pre-COVID? Um, no, this was per- this was published today. This article. No, I know, but I'm talking about the that meeting because don't I don't I don't know because that could be a thing where maybe she if okay let's just say if this guy is not in the meeting and he just saw the door shut behind Bob and Bob. I mean that's like, fair, but like who knows if they're actually just skyping her? I mean, I mean that's true. How many um, people are actually meeting? These well, days that that her. that doesn't really matter. We're just talking about what the rumor is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's another thing that is kind of solidifies this a bit more. If this rumor, if what I'm about to say is true, um, here's another quote. He says, "A couple weeks ago, Kennedy's right hand contacted the staff, which is predominantly female, if not exclusively, and re- reportedly conveyed the following message on behalf of Kathleen Kennedy." Miss Kathy has decided she will not be pursuing an extension of her contract. So if, if any of you wish to stay with her, you best be making your minds up. You have time. There is no need for any rash decisions. But Miss Kathy has plans to open a female-centric production company. Oh. Good yep. for her. That'd be yep. cool. Yep. So uh, the big kind of key points are, one, her, her contract is up next year. Two, there have allegedly been reports of her aiming to start her own production company, so she will be separating with Disney. Well, um, yeah. And part of that will be is because of her, and then part of that is because um, he says there are rumors going around at Lucasfilm that the meeting Kennedy attended saw Kennedy provided with data regarding how Star Wars has been failing under her leadership since the takeover by Disney as the movies, merchandise, and parks have been downtrending. Um, so there's a lot of details and kind of nitty-gritty stuff, but basically um, there is the potential, if this is all true, there's another rumor that apparently John Favreau could potentially be the next um, leader of Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. That's part of this article. Um, there's also a rumor that they would bring in someone else, just a third party. No. 
Um, that <laughs> don't, is don't that'd be that. the worst thing. Separated. Well, sure. Unless it's George um, himself. <laughs> right. Don't do that. I mean. So. Give it to Dave. Hashtag give it to Dave. Right. Well, I, I mean, if John with if John I want it, dude. No, dude. Him. I would. I would trust John with it. Yeah. Oh no, I'm after, down after for the John. Mandalorian. Just surprised that Dave's not in this conversation, but I, th- I think it's because Dave just has been on record that he probably doesn't want it the way his yeah. personality is. Um. So, uh, one more thing, kind of from this article that's notable. The YouTuber goes on to say that starting in 2022, Disney wants to start fresh with the franchise and bring the old fans back. He says that Star Wars Celebration 2022 will see the announcement of a new head of Lucasfilm, if not prior, and that Kathleen or that Kennedy will moving on will be moving on. Um. But basically, they're trying to revamp it, and that John Favreau might be named as the new head of Lucasfilm. So, there is kind of the logistics. So, just a little bit of a recap. There's somewhat of a civil war going on within Disney and Lucasfilm right now. There is a faction that wants to completely retcon and revamp Star Wars to bring the the, the massive amount of old fans back that were disappointed. And then there's another faction pr- predominantly headed by Kathleen Kennedy um, that does not obviously does not want that to happen. Another point is that she, when her uh, contract is up, she will not be getting a, getting an extension. She will be leaving, and she will be going on to start a female centric production company. Um, and then there's another rumor that starting in 2022, this whole thing is going to get revamped, and that John Favreau could potentially be the new head of Lucasfilm, if not some somebody else. Okay. We've that laid a lot it all of information. Out. Yeah. We've laid it all we've laid it all out. This could mean a brand new Star Wars, a, a legitimate uh redo, so to speak. We're hitting the redo button potentially. Um we could get a completely new sequel maybe. I don't even want to go into the logistics of why that would be difficult to do in two years, especially without Carrie Fisher. Well, you don't want to get into that? Well, I think before we get into anything, I think we all need a coffee break. Yeah, I think think we do. It just so happens that the coffee for today's coffee break was provided by the sponsor of today's episode, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. And we have prepared a short message about them. Check it out. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, 
support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. I feel refreshed. Yeah, do it. Actually, um, just finished up some coffee for my subscription about an hour ago. I didn't want to drink it too late. But you finished uh, like as in you're out of the bag? No, no, I just finished a glass. Oh, oh. I, I made some iced coffee, put it in the old mason jar like I normally do. Down that sucker, it was good. Nice. So uh, you won't regret it. Okay, now here is we are now in the realm of thoughts, comments, questions, speculation, well, all of that jazz. So here's the question then. Like we should start out. Do you realistically think Disney slash Lucasfilm would do a retcon? I would like <sighs> to say, because I actually have been thinking about this. I read the article earlier today and I've actually been kind of mulling over this off and on enough where I've formed some some thoughts. I say... They would. And here's why. They they know. It is, I mean, they can't not know the backlash about the backlash from this sequel trilogy. They can't. I mean, I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, there are fans interacting with Ryan Johnson directly on Twitter. And, I mean, there things have been trending. Things have been all over the place. They know the fans are angry. But... And wouldn't you what, say that there's a big backlash with the prequels though? Because at first everyone hated yeah. them. So my thing about this is that um a lot of these big fans that they talk about, I feel like they already lost them for the prequels. No. No, 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 no. I I, so? I would say I, think they have. I I would say that the, the class of fans that they lost with the sequels does not it, it, it's the same group of fans that really loves the original trilogy. Like I think, it, yeah. I think at this point in in 2020, the prequels are pretty much coveted and regarded as good Star Wars content, good Star Wars stories. Yeah, I mean now, but my so my thing is, do you think we'll look at the the new ones too and think the same way? No, I don't. In because like ten years. No, because it we we've talked about this before. They they feel too removed. Yeah, the prequels mm-hmm. at the very least feel very. I'm, I mean, so connected. I mean, you got yeah. Anakin. You've got the fall of Darth Vader. Crispy boy gets burned up in the lava. Like mm-hmm. all of these things are directly related to the original trilogy. You've got the birth of Luke and Leia. Obi young Obi Wan Qui Gon Maul. Like all these things. Um. And I and I don't. I still feel like seven, eight, nine. I, there are things, and to be fair, I want to go ahead and say this: there are things about them that I enjoy. They're not yes. trash. They're not trash. I mean, parts However, of I mean parts of them for sure. Um, but they still feel like, I mean, exactly kind of what they're talking about, like this alternate thing, this alternate timeline. To me personally. Like when I start watching, if I if I went and finished even just the original trilogy and then went to seven, eight, nine, like I, I know I'm watching Star Wars, obviously, but then I'm like, this just doesn't fit. Like it doesn't fit the same way that the prequels do. Or even like 
Rebels and Clone Wars, like Rebels oh, yeah. is is really its own thing. You know, Clone Wars, you can argue because it takes place in between two and three and all that jazz. Like it's it's really connected there directly. But Rebels is kind of its own thing where it's this story happening parallel with the rest of the Star Wars galaxy. There's not a massive amount of ties to the original trilogy. There's not a massive amount comparatively to Clone Wars ties to the prequels. So it's just kind of its own thing that's happening at the beginning of the rebellion and the empire and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's it still feels like Star Wars though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, one hundred percent. If like I can, I can watch that and then go watch one of the original trilogy movies and be like, oh, this is the same universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why, like for me, it's like the only one that kind of does it for me is the Rise of Skywalker, and only because Palpatine. Right. Honestly. Right. Well, and so, and like, I keep a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was even last week. I'm not even, I think it was a while ago, but we were talking about how uh, it was on the Mandalorian podcast. Go check that out. Um, Heck yeah. A little plug there. But we were talking about how the weapons are not, they don't feel like the same with seven, eight, and nine oh, yeah, as the other one. Right. And you keep like, Andrew mentioned it because in the Mandalorian, they, they use kind of similar ways to bring weapons into the show is like, they're like war or two weapons that they kind of modded and changed. And they look like, like the original ones did when they actually rented war war two replica weapons and modded them and changed them to star Wars. And you said that to me, Andrew, and it has never left my mind since. <laughs> and I just look at freaking Ray's gun and it drives me nuts. And not even that, the stormtrooper guns are horrible because they're all white. Yeah. And they blend into their their chest. I don't want to like it, yeah, it feels different. You're right. It all so, feels different. And it is interesting. So uh I've been listening off and on for the past week or so. Um, listening to the audiobook of the first of the expanded universe. Thrawn books, Heir to the Empire. Um, uh, just because, you know, I've got that app called Libby and I've been going through different Star Wars books. Just finished Death Troopers and I was, I saw that wait, my hold. Wait, what's Libby? Oh, I'm glad you asked. We can, they're not do a sponsor, a quick, by the way. They're not, not a sponsor. sponsor. Uh, it's a cool little plug though. So Libby, L I B B Y, is an app that if you have a library card, Oh, wait, you told me about this. Yeah, yeah, it it allows you to put in, yeah, it allows you to put in your library card and you can actually download audio, you can check out audiobooks directly to your phone. Um, Super cool, completely free, great resource if you're into Star Wars novels. Um, The, I know for sure, the Hennepin Library for Minnesota, they have a crap ton of audiobooks and you can play stuff on hold you know, and they'll notify you when your holds are up and you can check it out. They notify you when it's time to renew or turn, you know, your book back in or whatever. Anyways, I saw that the first of these Thrawn books came up and I was like, heck yeah, because everybody knows at this podcast, I love those novels. Um, and many expanded universe fans kind of see those as the seven, eight, nine, like the, Mm -hmm. what would have happened. Cause that's kind of what they were like. At the beginning of this book, they have just moved the center of the New Republic to Coruscant, and they're they're like building, actually building the government. And then you've got this Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is 
the leader, the now military leader of these fragmented remnants of the empire. And they're trying to gain their power back after the defeat. Like they talk about the defeat at um, Endor and all these things. And it's interesting because I'm reading this book or excuse me, listening to this book, but it feels like Star Wars in a way that the sequels don't. And it's not like it's the same story. Like it, it, it's a new story. It's a continuation of the original trilogy, but there's something about it that just feels like Star Wars. And may, maybe it is the, the, the presence of the same main characters because it does focus on Leia, it does focus on Luke, it does focus on Han. But then in this book, there are completely new worlds that they explore, new uh, advances in the theories of the Force and how it works and stuff. I mean, there's cloning in these books. It gets pretty crazy and kind of out there, but for some reason, this trilogy to me feels like just feels more like Star Wars. And I think it's because it's still more connected than the sequels were. Um, so anyways, that was a really long rant, kind of just reaffirming what Drew said. <laughs> um, but all of that to say, I think they would, I think Luke, I think Disney and Lucasfilm would redo it. And I think they would because they realized it, they're realizing in hindsight that what they like really, I would say more so than the prequels, it, what they gave to the fans is not acceptable for the fans. Right. Yeah. Do you do you think what do you think the response would be by Star Wars fans if they announced they were going to retcon? Like cuz there are people who are massive Star Wars fans that love the sequel trilogy and then there's massive Star Wars fans that hate the sequel trilogy. Do you think that fans would be happy with this like like overall, do you think the general Star Wars fandom would be okay with a retcon, or do you think the general thing would be no, they should just keep what they have and then just add new stories, however they'd happen to do it? I think um, both. It all depends on how they word how they're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Because they just say, "Hey, we're retconning seven, eight, and nine. Like. It's going to be hard to announce it properly. You know what I mean? Without, like, kind of scaring people. Like, all right, so in this day and age of Disney, they're redoing everything already. And we literally just got these movies, and they're already redoing them. I feel like a lot of people are just going to be like, I don't give a frick anymore. You know what I mean? It. I don't know if they're going to do it because of that. Because, like... I, I mean, I'll watch it because I'm a Star Wars fan. I'll watch anything that comes out of Star Wars, except for, like, Lego Star Wars or whatever. And Star Wars Resistance, which is canon. Uh, I, it's not <laughs> that I haven't. I just haven't got around to it. I mean, I've but directly I chosen not to. but <laughs> I haven't chosen not Anyways. to. It's on my list. Okay. Calm down. But, like, my thing is, it's like, I just feel like, people are going to see that and be like, this is Disney trying to get more money instead of Disney trying to fix something that they broke. Sure. You know what I mean? And well, so if they, if they like market it as in like, Hey, we decided that we 
us as writers, we messed up what we think the story should have been, and we're going to redo it this way. Or, like, we're going to redo it, and um, it's up to you to determine what's canon and what's not. Um, Then I feel like people might be on board. It's going to be very hard to market. But, I think well, that's my thing. See, well, here's the thing. I, I, I don't think, realistically, they would do a retcon. Because, well, one, uh, Carrie Fisher has died. So oh, yeah. you, you you can't replace her. Like there's no way. No. Like, people would be they, more mad if they cast some other. I will be. I will be more mad if they cast yeah. someone else. Yeah. So you can't. It's it's hard to to do that. A retcon and try and redo it, make a new trilogy without her. And also, one, you're not going to get uh, Harrison Ford. I, I don't think he'll come back. He's uh, he yeah, well, okay. First of all, he was happy he was killed because in episode seven, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Happy, he wanted it, he wanted to die and be done with Star Wars. And he only came mm-hmm. back for episode nine for like literally two minutes. So, like, and like, he's not he's not gonna do another movie. And then the question is, would Mark Hamill come back? Mark Hamill would do it. I don't, I just don't think he he would do it to fix Luke. He's he would do it. Maybe I'm not worried about. I think you would. I'm not worried about Mark at all. It's a carry thing that bothers me, and I don't know. Maybe they'll do something like they did this last movie and like cut scenes. They might bring like angles and scenes from seven, eight, and nine and put them in this new one. No, they they wouldn't do that. Like it would be too hard. It it would. Or they just might defake her. No, they they wouldn't do that. I I don't think they would. No, it's well, it'd be it'd be too complicated, and people would just be mad about it. And okay, so the real question is, if they did do this, would they bring Ray, Finn, Poe, or okay. would it be a completely different people? It would be it would be completely different because yeah. Ray wouldn't yeah. exist. the 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 first order wouldn't have been created, so Finn wouldn't have been. Well, Finn yeah. might have still been born because he was taken as a child, and then. The only thing that would be like you could have Poe because Poe was what? born on Yavin, Yavin Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. And, and why so wouldn't Ray exist? Because if Palpatine didn't go to Exegol, then he wouldn't have had a had a clone of himself that would be the parent of Ray. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. So she so, would not be. She would not exist. And so you could technically have Finn, and you could. But we don't need would, Finn, huh? You, we you don't, don't need the characters, Finn. though. I know what I'm saying, like, but like, I also you, don't want Poe. So, <laughs> well, of of those, if they had to go yeah, yeah, between yeah. Poe and and Finn, I would want Poe. I like Poe more than Finn. And so, it, it there's too many logistics to like try and like keep the characters. So they would just wipe it, wipe it clean. And so, um, you know, but I was thinking like. What if this Going, is the 2020 movie that they're going to announce? No. <laughs> no, they're not going to do that. Bro. But I think that Bro. what what they're going to... Like, if they were going to do the retcon, like, with, with the description of the, the, the mirrors and going to the world between worlds, like, someone who exists in what is now the current canon, 
of the, of the sequels who's force sensitive would have to enter into the world between worlds to kill Palpatine. And so the only way you could do that is if Ray post episode nine discovers something in the force no, no, where she, no, 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 what it could be Luke. No, oh. no, no, because no, because he's already dead. He's already a force ghost. Yeah, he, so not, he, not if he, he found it between the events of episode six and episode no, seven. But that no, be, because then because that, that would, was, no, that, no, because you would have to. The whole point is to stop the trilogy from happening. That the events would so someone who would enter into Ahsoka, world, it would have to be post episode nine. That would have to, that someone would have to go post episode nine. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, no, well, not because, necessarily. Because because how would it. you know that that Palpatine did what he did if it's, it's it's easy? Okay, so if everything is up until the end of the Return of the Jedi is locked in place, okay. right? Everything is yeah. locked in place. This change would not affect everything up until the Battle of Endor, the second Death Star. So there are already people, Ezra and Ahsoka that have figured out that this place exists, right? So th- we have two light side force users that know about it, right? Then Ezra disappears. We don't know what happens to him. Uh. Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Sabine go off to find him. We don't know what happened with them, happens with them. And then all we know is that when Darth Vader throws the Emperor down the hole, the Emperor escapes into this realm that is outside of time, right? It well, is, is feasible. Yeah. It is feasible for post Return of the Jedi for either Ezra, Ahsoka, or Luke, who has been told about this realm by Ezra or Ahsoka, depending on if they if they meet or not. I either all three of them, one of them, could go into that realm since it's outside of time and and find the point in time where Palpatine enters the realm. Well, okay, but why would they go there to find Palpatine and kill him if they didn't know th- what he was doing? You you would still no, have to establish that. What if Ezra that or Palpatine was trying in the unknown regions? No, okay, but what I'm saying is, in order to go to the world between worlds to kill Palpatine, you would have to go there for a reason. To kill him because you'd know that he was there. If they just found him on accident, like they, oh, hey, it, it's Tuesday. It's my my rotation to go into the world between worlds and what, make sure that everything's the, okay. What if that's the, the case? No, but what, I'm saying what if it's that's, something that's that, too convenient. Like, well, the, the, what if it's Ahsoka trying to find Ezra? And okay, but I'm saying it's it's too convenient. It, it's it's just like we're just gonna ha- they're just gonna happen to to fall upon him, like. Because the fact that he would be there would mean that he would, the events of the sequel trilogy could happen. So, like, he was trying to get to Exegol. So then him being in the world between worlds to get to Exegol means that, that Exegol is canon at the right. point that he Maybe. entered. And so my point is that it, it, it's too convenient to have someone, they just write a story of post uh, episode six just to go in and randomly find them there 
someone has to enter there on purpose to stop well, him. I mean, what and is... I, okay, but let me let me finish my my whole thing about Ray. Like, I was I would say that for a story wise, it would be the wisest to have Ray post episode nine come to some sort of realization that it is better for her to go into the world between worlds, kill Palpatine, and then disappear into existence because it would review it would uh lead to, to something better than what happened already and so you would it would be like a it would become legends but it would still technically be canon in a sense because ray is the one who went into the world between worlds to stop it and so that way it wouldn't make the sequel trilogy and all the even just like the the, the actors and actors in the team like feel like they've been retconning that would still be technically in a sense canon but it would be like a secondary canon like that for like a story-wise that would make more sense than if you were just to have ezra or soka or luke randomly just go in and accidentally find palpatine i, yeah. I don't want convenience like people would be would roll their eyes well, i think that. people are if they do this they're gonna roll their eyes anyways like i would say well, but you could have you could have them spending time in the in the the realm like let's say they're looking ahsoka's looking for ezra and then she begins to see through some of these portals the events of the sequel trilogy happening and she places things together or even before the sequel trilogy like palpatine making himself yeah i mean there's a way and jeremiah what you said was a really really good point like i think that that would be a really good way to tie in the sequel trilogy without just scrapping everything mm-hmm. but they could in theory do it and i think do it well story-wise without the need of ray but also i think we are forgetting all these previous rumors that we've had about ahsoka one being in mandalor mandalorian season two also ahsoka being potentially having her own spinoff now if she did this on disney plus find the world between worlds did all that stuff and then they announced that they're re- they're doing 7 8 and 9 because of what happened on Disney Plus that's I, a possibility too I, know. Yeah. I I think that if they're going to retcon oh they're the retconning that to- if they're going to do it they're just going to wipe it okay okay I understand it but what they need to they're not going to just make a Disney Plus series to retcon it and then start fresh with movies like if they're going to retcon, I, they would have to do it through film because you but shouldn't have – because it goes back to like what we talked about in previous times about like um, the novelization of stuff. Like people shouldn't have to read it. a novel to understand the movie. I also think that you shouldn't have to watch a Disney Plus series to understand why a new trilogy has been – but, but I mean, I mean if expand, it expands if and deepens the universe more, well, it, also, it does. Opinion. But you can't. It, it's it's not. You can't. It's too hard for people. Yeah, not everyone's gonna understand it. Like, because not everyone has Disney Plus. Not everyone's gun ho about the TV series. If you're a casual fan that has just watched the movies, well, but if you're a casual fan, you're not the the people wanting a new Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, Those, that's these, true. Aren't, these aren't the people that are saying we need to redo stuff. They're the people that are like, oh, cool, Ray, Finn, and Poe, that's great. True. You know, like, I get what you're saying, 
But at the same time, it's like, well, if they want to make something for the fans, they need to start thinking more in depth. Because like the reason, one of the reasons why people love the Marvel Cinematic Universe is yes, while it does all take place predominantly in the in cinema, there are all of these interwoven stories and there's depth that's happening. And and we don't have that with Star Wars. And so th- that's the thing, that's the thing about the novels that in the now, you know, non-canon expanded universe, they they're they come uh they expound on one another. There are stories that reference other stories that reference other stories. And the authors did a really good job, aside from certain like standalone things like Death Troopers. They did a really good job of, of making this collective universe. And so there are times in in farther into the story that the 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 stuff with Grand Admiral Thrawn is referenced. And you're like, okay, this is a completely new author and a completely new series of books, but there's still this thing that's happening. And I don't know. I I want to see that depth as a Star Wars fan. Well, I, I do this, too. And, I'm, and I'm, I I'm just saying that it's if they're going to retcon three movies, I, I don't think doing it through a television series is the wisest way to do it. Because I, I, I think fair. that there's there's too many people who are not going to watch the TV series. And so to to do that, it would just not make sense. And of course, yes, it's the casual fans that only watch the movies and aren't gun ho about uh, a retcon. And for like you said, I just think it's 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 if you're trying to invite more people into the Star Wars fandom, that's not the wisest way to do it. Well, and that's what I was saying. Like they have to explain this very well. Because we get it. Yeah. But that's because we've seen the cartoon. Yeah. Like, we've seen other media. So that's why I'm, like, concerned about how they're going to explain it. Granted, I think if John Favreau and Dave Filoni do it on, say, Ahsoka show on Disney+, Plus would be a little bit easier than sitting through, what is it, three three to four seasons of Rebels. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the only reason why I was kind of saying that is because, one, they do really want to push Disney+. Plus, And they're really trying to make sure that it gets pushed, especially right now and what they can do now in the world of Disney. is like that's pretty much all they can do is Disney+, Plus at this point. Like, they still haven't even released Mulan because it costs too much money and they have to wait till theaters open up. Yeah, so right. it's just like... That's their only way to make money at this point. And and who the Lord only knows how long COVID's gonna last. So if they're putting people on Disney Plus, that might be the only way to put this out with, with it making sense. Granted, I don't know if I want it. If anything, dude, just redo freaking eight. That's all oh, I want. Oh gosh, that'd be so hard but, to keep seven and nine and redo a Yeah. That would be well, impossible. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm just saying, like, I would be more I would be okay with just that you know what here's i mean my, here's my thing like if if they do it in cinema you have okay let's say let's say we have this new seven right we have this new seven and at the beginning of the new seven we have let's say even if it's like 20 minutes 20 30 minutes of of what happens after you know post episode nine Ray ray finds the mirrors she figures stuff stuff out she goes back 
and we decide to she decides to make the sacrifice and all that stuff. Then in that same movie, you have to transition, express that everything has changed. And, and then, still have an hour worth or two and, hours. And, yeah. And then have it's a new story. Not time. And the thing is, is like, it, like that really does make sense. And I, and there's a part of me that wants that to work, but then it's like, well, what story do you choose? Because going back, Carrie Fisher's not around. Unfortunately, Harrison Ford is not coming back. You might have Mark Hamill, but then what is the new seven, eight, nine? We can't rely on the main characters. We're still not going to get, all the main characters and the Kappa, the Mona, and Falcon. So right. why do we even care anymore? Well, and one thing Freaking you could do, JJ. one thing you could do is focus on Han and Leia's kids and maybe say, okay, well, maybe we're not going to pick off right from where the, you know, Return of the Jedi started yeah. or ended. Yeah. But there, there is an entire series on the new Jedi Academy where it focuses on Han and Leia's kids. Yeah, or yeah, they can make, and they face their own kids. threats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they face their own threats as Jedi. Um, Jason, if my memory is correctly, in one of the books, becomes a Sith Lord, and Luke has to come in and help him stop him. I mean, you can you can do this, and you can continue the story without using the main characters, and I think still using you do it better than they did in the sequels. But then, however, my question is, do we even have a new seven, eight, and nine? Hmm. You know, may, maybe they retcon it and they say, "All right, that's it." You know, it's an alternate. <laughs> it right. You know, they like just retcon it's, it and not replace it. Like, but that, their but their like, way to retconning is just erasing it. Yeah, I mean, because but but the the reality is, well, I don't what know are if the, I would like that. What are the tools that Star Wars character wise that these pillars of Star Wars are Luke, Leia, and Han? Among, you know, the droids, the the C-3PO and R2-D2, you know, you have these pillars. Hey, don't forget about Chewie. That's true. Chewie Some is a, and Chewie could be there. But you have these, these main characters that are the pillar, the pillars of the Star Wars canon. I mean, it's called the Skywalker for Pete's sake, the Skywalker saga for Pete's sake. You know, like, so what do you do? Do you, do you cast young actors and actresses in their likeness? And continue the story. Well, that gets dicey really fast because of how picky fans are. But then what? But but how? How do you continue it on? Do you go ahead in time and make Luke really really old, but he's training a new Jedi Order, and the first movie sees him kind of dying off and someone else taking the reins, but it's a more connected story with a new Jedi Order. You know all these things. So all this to say, I think Jeremiah is correct in saying that that is having Ray go back and do the whole deal would be the smartest thing, but I think they're going to have to begin setting it up prior to the movie in some sort of a series or some sort of a narrative through books. Because, yeah. I think they're going to have to do some setup. Yeah. It can't all happen maybe in not one movie. do it. in like, I just, yeah, like unless they do the Ray route, I just still don't know if that's going to be a long enough movie. I, well, I, right. I think that like if you spent a solid half hour, doing the ray part at the beginning you could still do a little over two hours for a movie and that's that well, i mean we could do a three-hour movie uh, i don't I know why do the frick the rise of skywalker wasn't considering because the movies that we already have, they're already over two and a half hours 
Oh, but Endgame was three hours. Okay, dude. that's that's Endgame. That's, that's yeah, but this thing. is the end of Star Wars. Don't even get me started okay. on this. Star Wars is also <laughs> for kids, and the MCU is for teens and adults. Even though kids watch it, it's still Star Wars is always for the kids. It's always what it is. Like we got to get used to it. We're never gonna get a rated R anything. Here's here's the thing. I think. And I'm going to go on record saying this. We're recording. Uh-oh. It will forever be immortalized. You, you heard it here first. Yeah. The first half of Last Jedi was trash. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would be okay. I'll say it again. I would be okay if they casted, recasted the original characters uh. with younger people that actually looked like them and could per- portray the characters well. I'm not talking half button anything. Like, if they did a good job, well, listen, is... they did it with Obi-Wan, and Ewan McGregor is incredible. True, true. They true. did it with Solo, and this might be an unpopular uh, opinion. No, I didn't hate unpopular. it. Okay. I didn't hate it, but it took me out of it a lot of the time. Anyways. Now, Childish Gambino, though, he can play. But right, but that's the thing. Long. Like, you, the, if, if they are truly going to set up this kind of multiple realities deal, and say, okay, the sequel trilogy we have now is now Legends. It still exists, but it's just kind of another possible timeline. They're going to have to find replacements for these characters. All right, so I just don't do it at all. I'm going to send you a picture on Discord to look at. And this is a person who Is it the guy that looks like Mark Hamill? Yes. Do you know who it is? It's it's Sebastian Stan, who is Mm. Winter Soldier. Yeah, and so Dude, people have yeah. already heck people yeah. have already said I would I would, I would take wait, that. So there's here's a side by side picture of them, and oh, so heck yeah. oh, oh heck, heck yeah, oh heck yeah, and they even that. they that's even that's have if you if you do like a Google search, they they take like the hair from young Mark Hamill and put it on him, and they look and they just kind of like do a little bit of makeup adjustment, and it yep. looks like a hundred percent like. So if they were going to do that, they could do Sebastian Stan, and he's already a well-established actor that people love, and so people will be on board with Disney. Yeah, they have the same butt chin and everything, and (laughs) they and he's worked with John Favreau before. Yeah, listen, if they put him, all you have to do, and this, of course, they're like this is just a quick fix, and I don't even begin to know the logistics of what I'm about to say. But okay, let let's say you can't get all three back, but you have Sebastian Stan playing adult Luke, who is now restarting the Jedi Order, and use that as a jumping off point for a new group of characters. Even not the new group of not the new group of characters we got in the sequels, but like a really well established, well connected group of characters. You have your maybe you have your smuggler character, and you have a new Jedi Order, or you have a few Jedi that are in it. But then they then they take it from there, and it does happen post Return of the Jedi. That would work. Well, like, even would you guys be okay with um, Carrie Fisher's daughter to play her? Yeah, I uh, mean they don't really look alike that much. But let's be honest, if they gave it to her, that's her mom's role. So you know what I mean. I, I wouldn't be mad of her of them doing it. I just don't think. That she looks, close she doesn't enough. really look like her. And but so, like, it is family. Maybe like twenty years from now, 
they could do it like where she's older and they, she's gonna look, might look more like her mom in an older age. But mm. right now, I, I don't know. It'd be too much. It could be maybe like she could actually literally play her daughter, like mm. Han yeah, and well, Han and, and he could play daughter. Luke's Luke's son. Yeah, yeah, he could do that. Here's the thing, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't want this to happen. I would love for this to happen if it meant that we were going to get really good, like much better Star Wars stories and and more connected Star Wars stories. However, honestly, if it's between like having to go through the logistics of filling those roles and making new movies that we don't know are going to be good between that and then like doing a legitimate, like good Knights of the Old Republic with Revan or like, well, that's taking Andrew. Okay, well, that's what he's saying. Still, he's saying if they were to go in a direction, it's still better than the oh, sequel yeah. story. But well, that's beside the point. Like if they took from other source material and did a good job with that, I would almost rather have that than them trying to redo a sequel trilogy. Or this, even if they just did the the new Thrawn stuff. As oh yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be down. Make movie adaptations of the novels. Like those novels are great. Yeah. But, and the main but, characters are like Darth Vader and Thrawn, and so you could put anybody in the Darth Vader suit. Like, yeah. See, here's Ian the Darman would probably still be around. He could play the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I just think that you know we've been kind of guessing that the next movies are going to be the High Republic stuff, and so that's kind of why I'm weary that they would do a retcon because they're already planning on. But is that plan or is this all happening and we're just getting the news and this has already been happening and this is what the new okay. movie is where they're making. Okay. But they, they've already established the high Republic as Canon and they're doing books on it. And True. it, the thing is that the reason they're, they're doing this is probably because they're going to be doing movies and they've already had the rumors about the movies of the High Republic time. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. like, that is the future of Star Wars, like, what's been planned. And so, for them to consider retconning the sequel trilogy, if it's they were going to do lot. that, it would mean that they would have to put the High Republic stuff on hold. Or if they retconned, well, it wouldn't be for another, like, 10 right. years. I mean, I think with those two things, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Because the High Republic happens way prior to the events of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, a little so higher. I would say you could, you know, continue Do every the other Republic year thing. Stuff. Yeah. Well, not not necessarily. Maybe that, or maybe as you're doing the High Republic stuff, begin setting up the story that leads into the retconning of the sequel trilogy. Or even it, when they do the High Republic stuff, mention the world between world and the High Republic That's stuff. That's true. That's true. So that people are more, like, thinking about it. Yeah, because the the world between worlds thing was based on the Jedi Temple on Ulthal. And so mm-hmm. the access to there was centuries, known centuries or thousands of years earlier by Jedi. And Palpatine knew about it because he was trying to get in the whole time and so and if this is your first episode of empire radio it's a doozy (laughs) (laughs) 
But also go listen to last week when we went over the first chapter of the first High Republic book that will be dropping the first of 2021. Yes. That was a doozy as well. Yeah. And you know, there's a part of me, guys, that's honestly just tired. Like, I'm is it your arm or your leg that's tired? What you said, said okay. boo, boo. <laughs> no, there's just part of me is I'm just like, you know what? They should have done it right the first time, just get rid of it. Okay, okay, and, and, and and you know what? Let's just not do it, let's just keep moving forward. Let's just not yeah, just try to redo thing. it. I don't and then okay. I'll just I'll just keep reading my novels and remembering Star Wars the way I want to remember it, you know. But can I can I throw a wrench into the whole thing now that would add another half hour to this recording? Oh God, here we go. Yeah, because because sure. I read an article on a ran like more random than this website. Yes, I think it was yesterday or two days ago or something that is related to the retcon that if they were to retcon the trilogy sequel trilogy they would have they would do george lucas's <gasps> trilogy and that george lucas would come back and direct those films hell okay. yeah if, if, if george lucas does it i am in a hundred thousand my money right now i'm giving it to you <laughs> like that Listen, would be really put, crazy if they brought him yeah. back dude let's let's have george back let's have dave work on the project with john Dream team, dude. Dave, John, and Lucas. Ugh. I mean, but the, the, that's the thing. Like the the problem is every okay. Here's a here here is a is a true statement that no one can deny. Every piece of Star Wars that we have liked so far has had George's hand on it. Correct. Clone Wars, Rebels, The Mandalorian, yep. the prequels. Say what you want about the prequels and Jar Jar. Like they're good. I go back and I watch Revenge of the Sith, and it's a good movie. Like Rogue One. Rogue One. I don't. Was he involved in that? Yeah, he was involved in the original. I think he, he's been involved. Like he's been loosely involved with. I all mean, the they movies. brought him in for the last one for sure. Yeah, and it was the best one of the three of them. <laughs> I mean, Correct. all I'm saying is like everything that we've that we've really enjoyed from Star Wars has have has been from the creator, rightly so. And the well, mastermind I mean, the of this whole thing. stuff that Disney has put out is the Mandalorian series. Hashtag go listen to the Mandalorian podcast. But anyways, like <laughs> that's the best stuff. And clearly there's literally videos of George Lucas sitting in the chair next to John Favreau shooting the show. And not Dave like Filoni, watching, yeah. Not watching, like they're legitly shooting. He's there. And did you notice that every time that George was in the film, some Miss Lady was not in that shot? Oh, gosh. Anyway, well, Just, and it it is interesting though because she was involved in the original trilogy as a producer. Yeah, and but, he actually hired her. But George was the the final say. And look, all I'm saying is that hashtag give it to Dave or George. Hashtag give it back to George. <laughs> give it back. Just hashtag give it back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> the, the, I mean, but like, think about how many times in the Disney Gallery series on the Mandalorian that we covered in the Mandalorian podcast. You should go listen to it. How many times Dave Filoni 
even mentioned that he was he had pulled from George on Clone Wars and on Rebels. Like he, he was like he mentioned George at least once, if not twice, every single episode. Yeah, that least. he was that he was in. You know, so I don't know. You know, we obviously, to varying degrees, as fans, collectively feel like we weren't given the Star Wars we wanted. Again, to varying degrees, some people like adamantly hate it. Some people are like me, who are like, okay, yeah, this is fine. It's not what I wanted. Loved it, right? And and so there's a spectrum of opinions, but I would say a majority of Star Wars fans, like true Star Wars fans that are really in depth into the universe and into the lore and into the stories and whatever. Um, I say that there's some displeasure to some degree. Um, and it would, it is nice to think about what could be, what could have been, but I guess the question, and I, I, I'm not able to answer this right now is should they, should they actually do it? I don't know. Is if it's going to be good, I say go for it. But if it's not, it's too much of a gamble in my opinion. I don't want. Could we, could we all say though, if if there is announcement tomorrow that they're doing George's trilogy and George is involved, could we all say that we'd be down for it? Oh heck yeah! Oh, I mean, yeah. if George is involved, yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure we're all on the same page. Now, if they don't really explain it and they have to do a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I I feel like at this point, like, we already burnt the food, and we are starving. We had to eat it, and we already ate it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just done. Well, I mean, so, and if they, if they bring George it. back to handle the setup for it, I think it could also be good. Yeah. But that's the thing. You've got to – I mean, it's like – it's hard, dude. It would be it's so like, hard to figure this out. It's also, it's like the same feeling, and this is something that I think everybody can relate to. It's like the same feeling when there's been a band forever, and they lose a member, and then they replace a member. Okay, like, take Queen. Take Queen, for an instance, okay? So, obviously, Freddie Mercury died. Queen was, dear Lord, Queen is just a genius yeah. of a musical group. But then Freddie Mercury died, unfortunately. He's gone. And then now they've done this most recent run with Adam Lambert, who honestly is a phenomenal vocalist. He does a, he does a stellar job. But then you go to a Queen concert, and the rest of the band's the same, but then you have Adam Lambert, and it's like, it's good. You get your money's worth. It's a great time. It sounds it's, incredible. It's different. He nails it, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? You've got to go back. If you want the same Star Wars experience, we got to go back to the original team. Yeah. You know, and, and George has to be a part of that. So... Okay. Yeah, in my I opinion. feel like if 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 John Favreau takes over Lucasfilm, I can't imagine anywhere because I don't think John's eagle eagle like his his respect for George is outweighing his personal ego. So like I know that George is going to be involved with most, most like almost everything. If anything, he might even have a job title. You know what I mean? So I'm not concerned with it. Um, I think the biggest thing is get get what's her name out of there. And yeah, I think yeah. I think they're going to. And like, even if we they don't redo 789, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the High Republic, and excited for what the Mandalorian or Ahsoka 
or anything like that is going to do. And, like, I think we all kind of, like, are okay with being done with the Skywalker saga, at least for now. And to recon everything right away is kind of aggressive. And it, it is kind of disrespectful to Kathleen a little bit. Like, it's kind of like a... I don't know, slap your face. What if they like they took like they they took Ray uh Daisy Ridley, cast her as Carrie Fisher, and then took like Finn and cast him as uh Lando and like took took the same actors but cast them as like the new the new characters. Well, I, I don't really want Donald Glover <laughs> as Lando. Yeah. <laughs> If, um, look, if Billy D like, can come like, back, Donald Donald Glover is my man. Come on, Billy D. Yeah. He's he's he can't come back. Like he's too old to do anything. Like yeah. a big movie. Yeah, he was struggling. Like he was sitting down, like in every scene of episode oh, nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was a little rough for him, but he still did it, and yeah. he still did really good. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, I I would prefer. Donald Glover to do Lando. Um, I wouldn't mind Daisy, um, because it'd be respectful t- to her and like she's really good. I mean, not saying I don't like whatever Finn's name is. I don't know why I forget John Boyega. Yeah, I, it's not that I don't like him. He's an amazing human being, and what he's doing for London right now is outrageously crazy and amazing. Yeah. Nothing against him. I just. I would prefer Donald Glover as well. And, and I think that what you're saying actually hits on, I think the tragedy that we would see if they did retcon the sequel trilogy is that these are actors. Huh? Yeah. I mean, these are, these are actors and actresses and all of these people are involved and they genuinely believed they were making something good. And they did like, don't get me wrong. Like their performances were good. Or they believe that, um, they're gonna put out a movie for the fans, and right? They're gonna just do their job because they're told to, right? And I mean, on the set of a movie, how much say do you have or if you're not you someone like freaking happen? Tom Cruise or someone like one of these heavy hitter yeah. actors? Like, how much say do you actually have against your director, or against the producers? You don't, you know. Well, and also, how do you know they could be saying this is the route we're gonna go and then change it completely and pull- right? Pull- so you don't know i feel like especially some movies you have no idea what you're doing right so it's just and, like and, and here's the thing like something. i want to i want to make a note right now to everybody listening like i as, as as much as those movies did not fit my hope and my taste for what star wars was going to be post return of the jedi like there these people out there that are like attacking these actors and actresses that's got to stop like well, cause it's not their fault go yeah. attack ryan johnson well <laughs> i mean i would not, say not, let's not physically attack. as a disclaimer not physically right. not, not physically. like not bullying just no, yeah. no, no i mean just joking. I'm let, just... i would say we need to take the focus off of some of the people that have gotten the most heat anyways i mean kelly marie tran who plays rose I mean, Dude, she, she did nothing wrong. Yeah, she went through hell, and that was not okay. And like, no. I don't think if this actually happens, like, people can't go out and start like, like attacking people. So. You know, attacking John Boyega or Daisy Ridley on Twitter or whatever. Like, 
Yeah, and that's that, what that's, I that, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And that's what every I'm time we do of. that, Star Wars, the Star Wars fandom just gets a worse and worse name. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to keep in mind that you know these are these are performances that people put their heart and soul into, and while it again didn't fit my taste, it didn't fit what I really wanted, and I would say a lot of other people feel the same. Um, we have to we have to still acknowledge that we can't just throw those to the wayside. So we have to like remember that there's still people at the end of the day, yeah. and they're still doing their job. And like you can't get mad at like a cust like a, a like a person who works behind the register when oh gosh that happens all the time. You know I mean, like you can't get mad at someone that you're seeing. It's get mad at the higher up peoples, and I think. I think Disney is, and they are mad at some things that have have happened, and so they're they're getting rid of some people, and you know happens. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I really want it, honestly. If, like I said, I want it, we all agree that we want it. If if we give it back, but um, I don't know if I really want it. I, I think just it's really kind of funny that like. If, if George were to come back and do his trilogy, they basically paid him over $4 billion to do a trilogy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's kind of funny. And they should have just done it in the first place and we wouldn't even have this conversation. Maybe we should just find out how to go to our alternate universe and actually watch the movies we want to see. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, dude, if you <laughs> if you want to figure that do out, do the math and figure out how to go to a multiverse, like, yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. Yeah, and don't tell anybody except for us, and then we're gonna capitalize on that and make yeah, some money. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but, but that's a business meeting later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I guess this would be a good time to say, hey, what do you guys, the listeners, think? And you're probably saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, well, I've been shouting in my car this whole time, trying to voice my opinions, but you can't hear me. Where do I put my opinions? Well, Drew, where can they put their opinions online and tell us what they think? Yes, so um, while you're driving. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it while you're driving. Oh, gosh. No, 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 no. There is a link below this podcast. Wherever you're listening to that, you can literally slide up and push a button, it'll bring you to Anchor. Anchor dot F M wait. Yes. dot um slash uh the Empire Radio podcast. And that way you can leave a voicemail right there and there and pretty much yell at us if you want to yell at us. That'd be yeah, sweet. Could. We would love to listen to that. Um also you can leave a comment on both of our Social medias that is anchor or sorry that is facebook dot com um, slash um, Empire Radio Podcast and the same on Instagram except not Facebook it would be Instagram but right anyway yeah yeah um, we also did have a sweet comment given to us via I think it was Facebook it, it was I think it was Instagram and it, oh Instagram and it got sent to our Facebook page messages. Yes. Um, so we do see them. Yeah. Um, we can shout out that gentleman's name. I don't have. I think that. it was a lady. Actually, let me go. Oh, or lady. Let me see if I can find it. Or whatever you prefer yourself to be. This is America. 
I'm looking at the the screenshot right now. It's and gray cloud silver the, lining. I'm yeah, and then the profile picture is the child, which is awesome, but that doesn't let us know no, anything. No, but yeah, it wasn't us. And we shout really out to appreciate yeah. That comment. Shout out to Gray Cloud Silver Lining. That was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So we do see them. Um, we do take um criticism, uh, good or bad. Um, so if you do have um those as well, we would love to see them. You can also rank this podcast on any podcast streaming app. Um, very encourage you guys to do it on iTunes because it does push this podcast around. Um, so you can just go give us a five star rating because we know you like us that much, and that will very um help us out a lot. Also, you can go check out our other podcasts, Jeremiah. Where do they find those? So we are on the the Mandalorian podcast. Um, those that link should be also in the description, as it, well it as be. yes, as well as the Clone Wars Saved podcast. Yes. So we talk about the Mandalorian show on that po- one podcast, and then we talked. We did a uh, the seventh se- and final season of the Clone Wars. We did every episode walkthrough and discussion. And that was pretty amazing. And so, if you want some in depth discussions on the shows either show you should go subscribe or, or at least just go listen to them yeah go listen to them like even if you already watch both of those shows and you want to more detailed comments about that you can go check out those um also give us comments on those as well and that would uh we would appreciate that a lot so yeah and if for some reason you got money burning in your pocket and you're like, you know what? I, I really want to help these guys do what they do um, because, you know, it would really help. Uh, there is actually a link underneath the link or right by the link to leave a voice message below this podcast that you can actually uh, support us financially through Anchor as well. Um, so, yeah, if you feel so inclined, that is an option and we would greatly appreciate it. But if not, your views are more than enough. And we appreciate yep. them. Or yeah, not your views, your listens, I guess. Yeah. Your listens. Also, just our, our uh, uh, sponsor, too. Uh, that helps us do yes. the, the coffee. So. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If you're buying coffee anyway, you might as well just buy some coffee through uh, Wesley Andrews. And you get your coffee, and we get a little help, too. So, Yeah, and yes, I mean, not only... I, uh, huh? I was going to say, and I still have some stickers left from the Mandalorian podcast. So if you want to buy coffee and you are first time um, monthly subscription subscriber, um, you can you'll get a, a sticker with that. And once those are out, those are out. Um, and we may be doing new ones, but um, yeah. So come get them while you can. Um, it comes free with your order, your first purchase with the promo code Empire Radio. Yeah, and 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 if you needed any more persuasion about that. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Do you really want to risk your life to go buy a bag of coffee yeah. <laughs> when you can you have a, an extremely high-quality bag of coffee delivered to your mailbox? And let me tell you something. It works. I've done it. I have been you don't, making you that don't coffee. Yeah, and you're, it's made in uh, Minneapolis, and you're in North Carolina. So this is not just like a couple miles away it's getting shipped. It's going cross-country. Yeah. So. And it works. And I guess that's the first time any of our listeners have actually heard that. Yes. And also, Surprise. Andrew, did you know that I handled, roasted, and packaged your coffee and shipped that, it? That's so, why it tasted so good. 
And if it smells like me, we're we're so close, dude. Uh, no, nope, it doesn't smell like you. Uh, but I could tell that a Star Wars fan made it. Yeah, it. that's why I'm um, But yeah, for those of you that don't know, we actually started. I joined the podcast in Minneapolis, and we did the whole thing. I guess surprise. Um, I did that whole thing, and then my wife and I actually moved to North Carolina, so we've been doing this remotely. Um, and that's why some of the references have been like to the coast and stuff have been probably different from those of you that are used to Minnesota. Um, but it works all that to say the subscription works. Mm -hmm. It comes to my mailbox and I go out with my little key and I open it and there's the coffee and I get really excited. Gosh, stop. So cute. (laughs) Well, uh, on that note, (laughs) anyways, I feel like we've talked a lot. So yeah, we have. Yeah, I think we should bring this to a close. But again, if you want, if you have your own comments about this whole retcon deal, if it should happen at all, whatever, whatever you think about it, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, um, but until then, this has been another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you. Always. Oh, yeah.